This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Forever Dog. Welcome to Forever Dog. You can listen to this podcast ad-free on Forever Dog Plus by signing up at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on social at Forever Dog Team and check out all of our podcasts at foreverdogpodcasts.com. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Forever Dog. Welcome to Public Domain Theater with Kelly Nugent, Lindsay K. Tai, and guest Greg Smith, reading The Red Room by H.G. Wells. Welcome to Public Domain Theater, the podcast of highbrow readings and lowbrow commentary. I'm Lindsay Katai. And I'm Kelly Nugent. And today we are joined by a very special guest. You may know him from the Dope Town 3000 podcast as a writer for The Core on Shudder. From Hollywood Darlings on Pop TV, we have actor, writer, director, podcast host, Greg Smith with us. Hello. Thanks for having me. Welcome. Aww, thank you for coming. I'm so glad yes. this podcast is highbrow. Mm-hmm. I only appear on shows that are middle at the least. Middle oh, at I'm the so least. I'm sorry. Actually, it's highbrow readings, lowbrow low commentary. commentary. But I think it evens that out. That does even to out to middle. middle. So we're safe. Welcome you just to the use. So welcome home. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, have, yeah, something we like to ask all of our guests is what are your reading habits? What were you like in high school? Did you do the assigned reading? What are your favorite genres, etc.? Yeah. Um, I always did the assigned reading in high school and college. Good boy, Greg. Yeah, I was a good boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I really like loved the classics I read in high school. Like, I really loved Fahrenheit 451 and Sid Hartha. Things Fall Apart by Chinua Achebe was a mm-hmm. book I read in high school that I love. I love existentialism, mm. so I like fell in love with Camus. Mm. And The Metamorphosis is like one of my favorite books ever. Real good. Um, but I also love detective stories, Dashiell Hammett, stuff like that. Fuck nice. yeah. Uh, nice. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is probably oh, like... great. Fuck yeah. Maybe the most important book to me. Yeah. Recently, I feel very bummed and kind of like upset with myself because I never make time to read. Oh. Whenever I have free time, I just go to a screen. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Same, same. I, I only s- read because of these podcasts. Actually, That's you know smart. what? I recently, because the third book just came out, just bought and started reading uh oh, Kirsten Kirsten White's White. third book which we got turned on to because of this uh, because of our other podcast um and because of the our, our Patreon episodes for our other podcast Teen Creeps we read Kirsten White's And I Darken yeah it's And I Darken and then the second and one I is rise. And I Rise and the third one is Brightly Burn oh yeah and 
It is. It's a very different title. Popping off yeah. in that book. It's good. Um, but yeah, like otherwise, it is such a bummer to yeah. not set aside time to just read for fun. Yeah. yeah. And I, I keep buying books compulsively and then too. still not reading them. They're, they're just piling up in my house. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, because I do love purchasing books, especially at a used bookstore. If you find mm-hmm. like some cool covers. Oh, yeah. Ugh, what a treat. What a dream. Absolutely. Um, so did you read? Are you familiar with a lot of like H.G. Wells's stuff? I am. Uh, I'm a big fan of spooky stuff in general. Yeah, great. Um, thumbs up. Thumbs up to that. You I definitely... are the perfect guest to have. Wow. Yeah. Because you like reading and also spooky stuff, and we're reading a spooky reading thing. <laughs> I wish there was like a, a word for there that. There isn't though, and there never yeah, will that's be. That's the problem, I guess. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's it's really too bad that English doesn't account for new words. It doesn't that's evolve. Yeah. It stays the same always. Yes. So, it's rigid. It's such a shame. It's rigid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember reading, did y'all read these? They were called like, the Great Illustrated Classics. Yep. Mm-hmm. I've seen them. I didn't read them. Yeah. I, I had them. I feel like I read The Time Machine as an illustrated I classic. Read the Time Machine is that, yeah. Maybe I read The Invisible Man. H.E. Wells is The Invisible Man. But The Time Machine is the one. Oh, and The War of the Worlds. Yeah. The Variant of the War of the Worlds. Uh, I remember listening to, they made like a Prague concept album in the 70s of The War <laughs> of the Worlds. <laughs> That was like wild and cheesy. So yeah. I'm, I'm a bit. I'm sounds a, about right. I'm like a Wells fan. That's cool. I'm excited mm. for this story. This is cool. This is a first. Um, have you read The Red Room? I have not. Well, red, red. You gotta leave. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> you were the perfect guest, and now you aren't. Seems weird for your show, but okay. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Um. So, what do we know about H.G. Wells? We not know that, that he was born in. Okay. So. Okay. Lindsay, where do you, when do you think he was born? Lindsay's okay, very when, good at guessing when people were okay, born. When was this story written? When was this reading thing written? Um, we don't know. Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm going to try anyway. I'm going to try anyway. I'm going to say, all right, I was almost so very wrong, I believe. I'm going to say 1842. Man, again, you got two out of the four numbers, right? 18. <laughs> 66. Okay. But died in 1946, which is the four. That must have been what I was you were, thinking. It was mixing the signals mm, in your brain. Yes. Um, he, so he's best remembered for his science fiction novels, often called the father of science fiction, along with Jules Verne and Hugo Gernsback. Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh, Hugo, Hugo Jackman. Jackman. Yeah. Hugo Jackman. No relation. Um, that was like a mutant who fixed clocks, right? Yeah. Hugo Jack. Hugo. Hugo. That's a Hugo joke. Uh-huh. It's, um, you can keep it's going. really yeah, funny. I get it. That's really funny. And Thank you so much. The best jokes are the ones where you go, that's really that's funny. It's really funny. Is <laughs> when you say that twice. <laughs> um, but during his own lifetime, he was most prominent as a forward looking, even prophetic social critic who devoted his mm. literary talents to the development of a pro- progressive vision on a global scale. He was a futurist. He wrote a number of uto- utopian works and foresaw the advent of airplanes, tanks, space travel, nuclear weapons, satellite TV, and something resembling the World Wide Web. Oh, mm. wow. I love the World Wide Web. <laughs> In 1891, he marries his cousin. Isabel yeah. Mary Wells. Cool. <laughs> the marriage oh. of the future. <laughs> Were he and Edgar Allan Poe contemporaries? Um, no, they just shared a love of cousins. Yeah, I was about they, to like say. the cousin thing. Yeah. I think that. Oh my god, what is happening? I just clicked on a link. Okay, um, he agrees. They they decide to agree in 1894. 
because guess what? He does something else very dope, falls in love with one of his students, Amy mm-hmm. Catherine Robin, later known as Jane, for reasons unknown. I have to say that he is such a futurist. Such a futurist. <laughs> such a futurist. Because he's marrying the children are our future. Yeah. He so believes he, the children are the future. The children yeah. are the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so he moves to Surrey with her. They live in a rented house. Um, they he, uh, This was his most productive time in Woking. Uh, which not, is a part, part of Surrey. Not futurist, so woke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so while he's there, he plans and writes War of the Worlds, Time Machine, completes The Island of Dr. Moreau, wrote oh, and published yeah. The Wonderful Visit and The Wheels of Chance, and begins writing two other early books, When the Sleeper Wakes and Love and Mr. Lewisham. Damn, her um, vagina is magic. Hold up, his wife Jane. <gasps> she's like, I'm gonna give you permission to have affairs with numbers of women. Oh, is she gay? I think so, including American birth control activist Margaret Sanger, adventurer and writer Odette Kuhn, Soviet spy Maura Budberg, and novelist Elizabeth von Amin. Dude, this guy was probably really good in the sack. (laughs) 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 This like adventurer is like, yeah, I'll sleep with you. Yeah, also running in some hella lib circle. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and getting some like cool like spy girls. Like that's kind of cool. That's dope. So he goes to Russia three times, 1914, 1920, 1934. In the 1920 visit, he sees his old friend, Maxim Gorky, and with Gorky's help, he meets Vladimir Lenin. He then writes the book, Russia in the Shadows. He portrays Russia as recovering from total social collapse, the completest that has ever happened to any modern social organization. July 1934, he goes to visit FDR. He goes to the Soviet Union. He interviews Joseph Stalin Hmm. for three hours for the New Statesman magazine, which is extremely rare. He tells Stalin, listen, I've seen the happy faces of healthy people in contrast with his previous visit to Moscow in 1920. But he's like, I'm going to criticize your lawlessness, class-based discrimination, state violence, absence of free expression. Stalin enjoyed the conversation and replied accordingly. Not very many details. Mm-hmm. We don't know what he says. Um, <laughs> well, he didn't reply too accordingly, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, probably still... He's alive after this. He's like, yeah. mm, I see your point. I'm not going to change anything, yeah. but I mm-hmm. do understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and you may leave without like being killed. Yes. You know what? Agree to disagree. <laughs> he's like, mm, differing minds. Um, <laughs> Wells hoped that by his trip to the USSR, uh, he could win Stalin over by force of argument. But before he left, he's like, it's not going to work. So he leaves. That was very idealistic. <laughs> very. He's on. He's a little too utopian. Yeah. For him to think that would work. Yeah. He dies of unspecified causes August 1946 on the 13th, age 79, at his home at 13 Hanover Terrace, overlooking Regent's Park, London. That's um, very funny that it gives an address. His, he said that his epitaph should be, epitaph? Epitaph? Epitaph. Epitaph should be. I told you so, you damned fools. <laughs> this is thought to be a reference to the two atomic bombs the U.S. dropped on Japan the year before to end World War II, the long-ranging effects which he warned readers about in The World Set Free. Mm. His body's cremated at Golders Green Crematorium. His ashes are scattered into the English Channel at Old Harry Rocks. What a life. The claws what? were out at the end. I know. He was like, told you so, you um, damn fool. I told you so, bitches. <laughs> Have fun um, with your shit world. The Red Room by H.G. Wells. I can assure you, said I, that it will take a very tangible ghost to frighten me. Oh. And I stood up before the fire with my glass in my hand. It is your own choosing, said the man with the withered arm and glanced at me askance. Rude. Very, very rude. 
eight and 20 years, said I. I have lived and never a ghost have I seen as yet. The old woman sat staring hard into the fire, her pale eyes wide open. I, she broke in, and eight and 20 years you've lived and never seen the likes of this house, I reckon. Kelly, there's do a like many things to see. You're going to make when, me do this accent. <laughs> hopefully she'll die before you get, she gets, we get to you. Uh, to see when one's still but eight and 20. She swayed her head Nobody can slowly. say 28 in this world. No, 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 they can't do it. They can't do it. They're fancies. She swayed her head slowly from side to side. A many things to say and sorrowful. I half suspected the old people were trying to enhance the spiritual terrors of their house by their droning insistence. I put down my empty glass on the table and looked about the room and caught a glimpse of myself, abbreviated and broadened to an impossible sturdiness in the queer old mirror at the end of the room. That's a oxy- abbreviated and broadened. Here's the thing. He was like squished um, out because maybe the mirror uh, makes you look. But you know what? Made him look shorter and it's wider. Like the opposite of a fitting room mirror because the fitting room mirrors make you look nice and slim mm-hmm. and tall. They do. Yeah. And then, yeah. And, and then why you, do I still hate myself when I try to Because their lighting is very bad and it's too hot and it makes it's you sweaty. True. It's true. It's a, it's a conundrum. Well... I said, if I see anything tonight, I shall be so much the wiser, for I come to the business with an open mind. It's your own choosing, said the man with the withered arm once more. (laughs) Your funeral. Your fucking funeral, dude. I heard the faint sound of a stick and a shambling step on the flags in the passage outside. The door creaked on its hinges as a second old man entered, more bent, more wrinkled, more aged even than the first. I started to wonder, why do I keep hanging out in these nursing homes? <laughs> he supported himself by the help of a crutch. His eyes were covered by a shade and his lower lip, half averted, hung pale and pink from his decaying yellow teeth. He made straight for an armchair on the opposite side of the table, sat down clumsily, and began to cough. <laughs> he sat down clumsily. Yeah. He was like, Ooh. He did like a big Van Dyke sort of. And then just starts coughing. The man with the withered hand gave the newcomer a short glance of positive dislike. The old woman took no notice of his arrival, but remained with her eyes fixed steadily on the fire. I said, it's your own choosing. Said the man with the withered hand when the coughing had ceased for a while. (laughs) It's my own choosing, I answered. The man with the shade became aware of my presence for the first time and threw his head back for a moment and sideways to see me. I caught a momentary glimpse of his eyes. I should have been sitting on the mantle. (laughs) I was like a little elf on the shelf. (laughs) I caught a momentary glimpse of his eyes, small and bright and inflamed. Then he began to cough and splutter again. We all got tuberculosis that night. <laughs> Why don't you drink? Said the man with the withered arm, pushing the beer toward him. The man with the shade poured out a glassful with a shaking hand that splashed half as much again on the deal table. A monstrous shadow of him crouched upon the wall and mocked his action as he poured and drank. I must confess, I had scarcely expected these grotesque custodians. There is, to my mind, something inhuman in senility. Wow, ageist. Mm-hmm. Something crouching and atavistic. The human qualities seem to drop from old people insensibly day by day. Wow, he is I, in trouble. So ageist. So ageist. Also, can I say, I am super annoyed that we don't know where they are. They're in a room. They're in a room with a fireplace. <laughs> it's a fireplace and a chair. I got to say, most of these authors we read would be terrible at improv because they're not giving you the where. Yeah. They... They don't give you very much. And then sometimes they do 
too, Way too much. much. Where it's like, it all began. Let me sit down by this <laughs> Let fire. Let me tell you, I was born in Surrey <laughs> in 18-naught. 18-naught. The three of them made me feel uncomfortable with their gaunt silences, their bent <laughs> carriage, their evident unfriendliness to me and one another. Like, I'm not afraid of ghosts, but I am afraid of old people. <laughs> and that night, perhaps, I was in the mood for uncomfortable impressions. I resolved to get away from their vague foreshadowings of the evil things upstairs. If, said I, you'll show me to this haunted room of yours, I'll make myself comfortable there. The old man with a cough jerks his head back, so suddenly it startled me and a shot of and shot another glance of his red eyes at me out from the darkness under the shade, but no one answered me. I waited a moment, glancing from one to the other. The old woman stared like a dead body. <laughs> Whoa. Is this the whole story? Is he just like <laughs> hating on the elderly yeah, for like, like pages? Uh, and then her fucking paper wrinkles, like <laughs> uh, her skin cling and uh, banging so in my ears. Soft. So soft. So thin. So thin. Glaring into the fire with lackluster eyes. If I said a little louder, you'll show <laughs> me to this haunted room of yours. I'll relieve you from the task of entertaining me. There's a candle on the slab outside the door, said the man with the withered hand, looking at my feet as he addressed me. But if you go into the red room tonight, this night of all nights, said the old woman softly, you go alone. Very well, I answered shortly. And which way do I go? Uh, you go along the passage for a bit, said he, nodding his head on, the sh on his shoulder at the door. Nodding his oh, head. Maybe he means like jerk. Oh, like, like, like this. Like, yeah, this jerking way. his head in that direction. Until you come to a spiral staircase. It's a shame we hadn't invented that phrasing yet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Reading things. Mm. And on the second landing is a door covered with a green baize. Don't know what that is. Sure. Go through that and down the long corridor to the end, and the red room is on your left up the stairs. Have I got that right? I said and repeated his directions. Great. He corrected me in one particular. <laughs> Great. And you're really going, said the man with the shade, looking at me again for the third time with that queer, unnatural tilting of his face. Hey, y'all, I think he wants to go to the red room and I think it's going to happen. Yeah. And I think he knows where it is. So how about we go there? <gasps> Tonight of all nights, whispered this old woman. It is what I came for, I said, and moved to the door. As I did so, the old man <laughs> with the ghost hunter... <laughs> Ghost hunter extraordinaire. <laughs> as I did so, the old man with the shade rose and staggered around the table so as to be closer to the others and to the fire. At the door, I turned and looked at them and saw that they were all close together, dark against the firelight, staring at me over their shoulders with an intense expression on their ancient faces. <laughs> Good night, I said, setting the door open. Sleep tight. <laughs> it's your own choosing, said the man with the yeah, withered arm. We know what wells. <laughs> I left the door wide open until the <laughs> candle was well alight, and then I shut them in and walked down the chilly, echoing passage. I must confess that the oddness of these three old pensioners in whose charge her ladyship had left the castle. <laughs> oh, they're in a castle. Oh, they're in a castle. Thank you, H.G. Wells. <laughs> and the deep-toned, old-fashioned furniture of the housekeeper's room in which they foregathered had affected me curiously in spite of my effort to keep myself as a, at a matter-of-fact phase. They seemed to belong to another age. An older age, an age when things spiritual were indeed to be feared, when common sense was uncommon, an age when omens and witches were credible and ghosts beyond denying. Their very existence, thought I, is spectral. 
the cut of their clothing, mm-hmm. fashions born in dead brains, the <laughs> ornaments and conveniences in the room about them even are ghostly. The thoughts of vanished men which still haunt rather than participate in the world of today. God, I hate eras <laughs> other than my own. <laughs> And the passage I was in, long and shadowy, with a film of moisture glistening on the wall, was as gaunt and cold as a thing that is dead and rigid. This guy feels like like he would be a redditor in our yes. like a Bernie Bro kind of redditor sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very active on Reddit. It's just all about common sense. Ugh. <laughs> but with an effort, I sent such thoughts to the right about. The long, drafty subterranean passage was chilly and dusty. My candle flared and made the shadows cower and quiver. The echoes rang up and down the spiral staircase. I have to say, for a guy who doesn't believe in ghosts, yeah, he seems <clears throat> he's like, everywhere. He mm-hmm. seems positive he's about to see some fucking ghosts. He's at the very least very afraid of shadows. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I don't believe in ghosts. I just don't like the dark. <laughs> Why? I I don't think anything's in the dark. I just anyway the echoes. The echoes rang up and down the spiral staircase, and a shadow came sweeping up after me, and another fled before me into the darkness overhead. I came to the wide landing and stopped there for a moment, listening to a rustling that I fancied I heard creeping behind me, and then, satisfied of the absolute silence, pushed open the unwilling (laughs) baize-covered door and stood in the silent corridor. He's, like, reminding me a lot of, like, uh, if if you play, like, a Bethesda game and you, like shoot an arrow at an NPC, they'll be like, what was that? <laughs> and like they're like hit with it and they'll be like, hmm, guess it was nothing. If you just stay still for a while. <laughs> He's like, there's wrestling behind me. I guess it was nothing. Mm-hmm, okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. The effect was scarcely what I expected, for the moonlight, coming in by the great window on the grand staircase, picked out everything in vivid black shadow, mm. Mm. or reticulated every reticulated silvery illumination. Everything seemed in its proper position. The house might have been deserted on the yesterday instead of twelve months ago. There were candles in the sockets of the sconces, and whatever dust had gathered on the carpets or upon the polished flooring was distributed so evenly as to be invisible in my candlelight. How'd you know it was there then? A waiting mm. stillness was over everything. I was about to advance and stopped abruptly. A bronze group 
stood upon the landing hidden from me by a corner of the wall. A bronze group? Oh my god. Bronze ghosts. But its shadow. Mm. Mm, Scary. Fell with marvelous distinctness upon the white paneling and gave me the impression of someone crouching to waylay me. This guy is so afraid of old people in rooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, oh, some old person's going to be old on me. <laughs> there was. The thing jumped upon my attention suddenly. I stood rigid for half a moment, perhaps. Then with my hand in the pocket that held the revolver, I advanced. Only what is dis- he doing? A ghost with a gun? He is like convinced that there's a person in here. Honey. I don't even no, know. No, there's so much dust everywhere. There's too much. It would have been disturbed if there was a person in there. Ghosts also, you can't dust. see it. How do you know it's there? I'm scared. I advanced only to discover a Ganymede, an eagle, glistening in the moonlight. Sure, I didn't say that right. Ganymede. Ganymede. Like the moon of Jupiter? Ah. Maybe. It's capital G-A-N-Y-N-E-D-E. What is the moon of Jupiter named after? Keep Your reading. Mom. I'll read it. <laughs> Ganymede. Sick. Nice. Uh, oh, also a character in Overwatch, I think. No, it must Is be it? an Overwatch. Yeah, that's what reference. the moon was named yeah, after. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That incident for a time restored my nerve, and a dim porcelain chi- mm, Chinaman on the bull table, whose oh, head yeah. dropped we don't, we don't as I passed. That. Yeah, there are other terms. <laughs> Scarcely startled me. The door of the red room and the steps up to it were in a shadowy corner. Nice, get in there, baby. Yeah. I moved. My I immediately candle. turned to the left instead <laughs> and described <laughs> the wall in vivid detail. There were shadows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Oh, I don't need to look at that. <laughs> I, I then left. <laughs> the end. <laughs> it is your choice. Sure enough, as I thought, nary a ghost in that room. <laughs> I have to go. Nice <laughs> 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 talking to you. I moved my candle from side to side in order to see clearly the nature of the recess in which I stood before opening the door. Here it was, thought I, that my predecessor was found. Oh. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, Oh, my God. He's ghost hunter number question mark. (laughs) My name is Peter Venkman. (laughs) I should have said that earlier. It's the 80s. (laughs) I also should have said that earlier. Also, I don't know why there are candles everywhere. Also, everyone downstairs was a ghost. I was looking for Dana. (laughs) And the memory of that story gave me a sudden twinge of apprehension. Like it wasn't on your fucking mind this whole time, you liar. No, he's like, it was just then that I started getting scared. (laughs) I just remember my whole reason for being here. Oh, my God. I glanced over my shoulder at the black Ganymede in the moonlight. And open oh, the thing. And open the door of the red room rather hastily with my face half turned to the pallid silence of the corridor. Ha! <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I immediately pulled out my gun and started firing randomly. I jumped in and I was like, "Holy oh, God, I'm free!" <laughs> I entered, closed the door behind me at once, uh, turned to the key I found in the lock behind you. Leave s- it open, my and God! And stood with the candle held aloft, surveying the scene of my vigil, the great red room of Lorraine Castle, in which the young duke had died. Nice. Finally, Jesus We're Christ. We're figuring out this is a ghost of a young duke. Or rather, in which he had begun his dying. For what? opened the door and followed headlong down the steps I had just descended. That had been the end of his vigil, of his gallant attempt to conquer the ghostly tradition of the place. Oh, this is a tradition. Yeah. It's like trying to find a dragon. <laughs> and never, I thought, had apoplexy better served the ends of superstition. There were other and older stories that clung to the room, back to the half-incredible beginning of it all, the tale of a timid wife and the tragic end that came to her husband's jest of frightening her. And looking round that huge shadowy room with its black window bays, its recesses and alcoves, 
its dusty brown-red hangings and dark, gigantic furniture. This guy just longs to be an interior designer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Give me like an hour. <laughs> Red is fine. Let's let's put in some matching seafoam like, green or something. I yeah, and, let's, um, I mean it's. All red. Had anybody thought of maybe like a maroon? Mm -hmm. Let's open up the space. I'm going to tear down these walls and do yeah. an open concept kind of thing in I'm here. I'm going to put in a kitchen Jonathan island. Jonathan Van Ness entered shortly thereafter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this room pop, Henny, he said. <laughs> do not wash your hair every day. <laughs> Who gave you permission? <laughs> <laughs> One could well understand the legends that had sprouted in its black corners, its germinating darknesses. They just need to turn some lights on in there, man. They yeah. just need to get some more yeah. lights in that space. Just I open think it up. the problem is that they don't have electricity yet. Torches, torches galore. Get some like yeah. thousands of torches in there. Torch it up. Light line the wall. On Light it on fire. Burn it down, yeah. honey. Ugh. My candle was a little tongue of light in the vastness, Sexy. Ooh, in the vastness nice, nice. of the chamber. Oh, girl, oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Hot now down we hallway, know why baby. he scored so much. H.G. Wells, horny guy, Wells. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> horny You've cracked it, old boy. <laughs> its rays failed to pierce the opposite end of the room and left an ocean of dull red mystery and suggestion. Girl, Sentinel yeah. shadows and watching darknesses nice. beyond its island of light. I want him to fuck the Duke. Yeah, I wanted to. Are you ghost. kidding? I want him to fuck that room. Yeah. <laughs> fuck that room. Mm -hmm. And the stillness of desolation brooded over it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl. That top hair. Guy. You're going to get that raw, crackling sexual attention. Mm. And how, long, how long do I read it? Until, until the until end. The end. Okay. Until it's they consummate their love, the room and the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I must confess some impalpable quality of that ancient room disturbed me. Oh. I tried to fight the feeling down. I resolved to make a systemic in, examination. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let it let it happen. <laughs> I resolved to make a systemic examination of the place, and so by leaving nothing to the imagination, nice yeah. dispel yeah. the fanciful suggestions of the obscurity. And I took off all my clothes <laughs> <laughs> before they obtained a hold upon me. Oh. After satisfying myself of the fastening of the door, I began to walk around the room, oh, peering damn. around each article of furniture. Ooh, yeah. Peekaboo, hi. It's like a striptease of the room. Yeah, he was like, ooh, I'm, t I'm picking up this chair. Ooh. <laughs> okay, tucking up the valances of Girl, the bed. what? And oh, opening its curtains wide. No, no. yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Erotic. So erotic. <laughs> Buy me dinner first. I'm a room. She actually says that. Order room service. <laughs> <laughs> In one place, there was a, distant, a distinct echo to my footsteps. Mm. The noises I made seemed so little that they enhanced rather than broke the silence of the place. Mm. I pulled up the blinds and examined the fastenings of the several windows. Yeah, you did. Attracted by the fall of a particle of dust, <laughs> I leaned forward and looked up the blackness of the wide chimney. Yeah. Then... Yeah. Trying to preserve my scientific attitude of mind. As opposed to my lustful one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I walked around and began tapping the oak paneling for any secret opening, mm. but I desisted before reaching the alcove. I can't unsee this interpretation. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm leaning into it. I'm for also sure. picturing yeah, yeah. him when he's like tapping, he's like trying to fight back his like lustfulness. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just tapping, I'm tapping. Ah, oh, and then he like keeps like trying to <laughs> stroke the wall. Mm. I saw my face in a mirror, white. 
There were two big mirrors in the room. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so each, he's a white dude, okay. Yeah, yeah well, okay. We all knew that. <laughs> there were two big mirrors in the room, each with a pair of sconces bearing candles. And on the mantel shelf, too, were candles in china candlesticks. Okay. All these I lit one after the other. The fire was laid, an unexpected consideration from the old housekeeper, Hmm. and I lit it to keep down any disposition to shiver. And when it was burning well, I stood round with my back to it and regarded the room again. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little once over, twice over, I guess. Yeah, he did yeah. like a like, ooh, ooh, it's like, like a strip. He's got a he's got a neg the room, right? Yeah, he, that's what he was doing oh. before, talking about the dust. Yeah, he's like, uh-huh, uh, so uh-huh, dusty. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, but like if you pull your hair back yeah. like this, girl, light these yeah. candles. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. You look nice and I guess we can like hang out. I don't know. <laughs> I had pulled up a chintz covered armchair and a table to form a kind of barricade before me. He is so scared for somebody who. Doesn't, doesn't believe think in ghosts. anything's going to happen. Yeah. Well, he looked in the mirror and he was ghastly white. He's, he was. So he was true. so pale. He's showing his hand. On this lay my revolver ready mm-hmm. to hand. You can just hold it. <laughs> Why did he put it on a chair? <laughs> just keep it on yourself. <laughs> my precise examination had done me a little good, but I still found the remoter darkness of the place and its perfect stillness too stimulating for the imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the baby. echoing of the stir and crackling of the fire was no sort of comfort to me. The shadow in the alcove at the end of the room began to display that undefinable quality of a presence. It's that fucking shadow again. <laughs> that odd suggestion of a lurking living thing that comes oh so God. easily in silence and solitude. He was so easily talked into this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Also, fine, the, I'll do it. No, you, don't, you totally don't no, have it's to. It's your no, choice. I'll do it. It's what I came it's here for. It's not real. He gets up there. This room is <laughs> definitely haunted. From below. You can leave anytime. anytime no, no. Spit I'll it, stay. Spit it, spit My it. young constitution can overcome. <laughs> You're too old. You don't understand. And to reassure myself, I walked with a candle into it and satisfied myself that there was nothing tangible there. I stood that candle upon the floor of the alcove and left it in that position. Mm-hmm. By this time, I was in a state of considerable nervous tension. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Although, so to tense. my reason, there was no adequate cause for my condition. Mm-hmm. You just spent a hundred words describing. Yeah, he's like yeah. this. The... His walk there is enough. Yeah. My mind, however, was perfectly clear. Was it? Uh, mm-hmm. Doubtful. Denial, my dude. Yeah. I postulated quite unreservedly that nothing supernatural could happen. And to oh pass God, the time, stop. I began stringing some rhymes together. Wait, in- what? So <laughs> he starts like, he's, he's like, this is how not scared I am. <laughs> My name is not scared guy. And I'm here to, to say, say I'm not scared in, in a, a very not scared way. <laughs> Talk about Ghostface killer. <laughs> I began stringing some rhymes together in Goldsby fashion. I'm not sure what Goldsby fashion is. So he's just Maybe like, it's a, he's like, I read a some rhyming, poem. rhyming poet. Maybe, yes. Rhyming Concerning poet. the original legend of the place a few oh. a few <laughs> i spoke aloud but the echoes were not pleasant mm-hmm. so the room didn't like it mm-hmm. no. like uh, no thank you for the same reason i also abandoned after a time a conversation <laughs> with myself upon the impossibility of ghosts and haunting <laughs> there's no ghost in here <laughs> that was so funny i was going to go in the <laughs> My mind reverted to the three old and distorted people. Oh, Jesus he needs guy. to just cool it on them. Like, uh, I can't hear the ghost over the oldness downstairs. <laughs> the three old and distorted people downstairs, and I tried to keep it upon that topic. The somber reds and grays of the room troubled me. Even with oh. its seven candles, the place was merely dim. 
The light in the alcove flaring in a draft and the fire flickering kept the shadows in penumbra perpetually shifting and stirring in a noiseless flighty dance. Ooh, fun sentence. Yeah, very. Yeah. Ooh. A little purple. Penumbra. Purple prose. A little purple. Usually not a fan. Mm-hmm. That one just had a nice little flow to it. I buy purple prose in gothic horror yes. mm-hmm. and kind of yes, nowhere yes, yes, else. Yes, 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 yes. I hate it in uh, fantasy the most. That's why mm. I, I like. I've never read like Lord of the Rings. Too I can't, purple. I can't get uh, through Gormenghast it. novels are like the worst at that. Mm-hmm. So fucking purple. I hate it the most in just like modern fiction, where it's oh, talking yeah. about just mm. like everyday things. I'm like, can you like tone it down? I like it in Gothic horror. I also like it in Southern Gothic, for sure. So like Flannery O'Connor, all for the sure. Gothics. Mm-hmm. I just bit my lip and I think it's bleeding. Cool. It's oh, the ghost. I see it's the ghost. <laughs> Uh, cast, lying, Kelly. casting <laughs> about for a remedy in this case Neosporin I guess mm-hmm. yeah. I recalled the wax candles I had seen in the corridor and with a slight effort it probably took you a while carrying a candle and leaving the door open I walked out into the moonlight and presently returned with as many as 10 I want to say there were already 58 candles yeah. in yeah, that room riddled with candles yeah too many candles too many candles there I put in the various knickknacks of china with which the room was sparsely adorned and lit and placed them where the shadows had lain deepest. Nice. Some on the floor, yeah. some in the window recesses, arranging and rearranging them until at last my 17 candles were so placed that not an inch of the room but had the direct light of at least one of them. Yeah, shine a light into those crevices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it occurred to me that when the ghost came, I could warn him not to trip over them. That is that not is funny. That's not fucking funny, dude. That's not fucking funny. <laughs> it was so light that I, I could be like, now you're more ghost. <laughs> Let's see <get> him early. <laughs> the room was now quite brightly illuminated. It's there probably was, like so fucking bright. Like it's the it's what like you said. Fire, thousands, thousands of, of candles, yeah. thousands of torches all over the walls. There, the there's like a purple room across the street, and they're like, "It's <laughs> we're trying to sleep." <laughs> Turn those off. <laughs> there was something very cheering and reassuring in these little silent streaming flames. And to notice their steady diminution, diminution, diminution nice. of length offered me an occupation mm-hmm. and gave me a reassuring sense of the passage of time. You know what's so comforting and entertaining is to watch a candle slowly mm. burn down. Yeah, just and just like, like knowing so diverting that like while it's burning down, like there's gonna be no light when it burns. Down. Like I. <laughs> I'm so glad I live in an era without TV because, like, this is enough for me. Mm-hmm. Come, kids, gather around. No <laughs> Count down the hours until darkness. <laughs> I haven't caught up with uh, the... Like the third of the candle? Yeah. The wick? So close. <laughs> we got it. We'll, so we'll try close. it again later. I was trying to think of a candlestick brand. Forget mm. it. Oh, Yankee mm. Candle. Yeah, there I haven't caught up with the Yankee Candle. I don't know. Yeah. Nah, we'll try again. It's, it's funny. It's cool. That Battery was funny. We'll, we'll re-record. <laughs> we'll edit it in. <laughs> I haven't caught up with Yankee Candle. <laughs> Even with that, however, the brooding expectation of the vigil weighed heavily enough upon me. I stood watching the minute hand of my watch creep towards midnight. Nice. Bring a book. <laughs> it's bright enough in there. He could read. It's true. Then something happened in <gasps> the alcove. What? I did not see the candle go out. I, I simply turned and saw that the darkness was there. Oh. As one might start and see the unexpected presence of a stranger. Oh. The black shadow had sprung back to its place. By Jove, said I aloud, recovering <laughs> my, from my surprise. That draft's a strong one. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, draft. It was just the wind. Jove. Oh, boy. 
and taking the matchbox from the table, I walked across the room in a leisurely stop, manner stop, mm-hmm. to relight the corner again. No, dude. Why are you? You don't just leave it. My first match would not strike. Oh, my God. And as I succeeded with the second, Why doesn't he just take the and like light it from one of the other thousands of candles? I mean, I'm just curious. Yeah. It's a fair point. This is kind of like the version... Like when you go to a horror movie and you yell at the screen. Yeah, like stop. I guess back in the day, you just like put the yeah. book down and like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like don't it do it. Mm-hmm. You pick it back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my first match would not strike. And as I succeeded with the second, something seemed to blink on the wall before me. What? I'm on board now. Yeah. I turned my head involuntarily. It only took the whole story <laughs> to get there. Yeah, okay, what? And saw that the two candles on the little table by the fireplace were extinguished. Oh my God, mm. stop. Don't go there. I rose at once to my feet. No. <laughs> Odd, I said. Stop saying fake shit. <laughs> Did I do that myself? In a, <laughs> in a flash of absent-mindedness? What? Buddy. absentmindedly blew out those candles. Buddy, you watched it happen, buddy. Oh, my God. I walked Boop. back, relit one, and oh. as I did so, I saw the candle in the right sconce of one of the mirrors wink and go right out. Mink. And almost immediately, hey, its baby. companion followed it. <laughs> I went up to it and said, hey, fancy senior. <laughs> the flames vanished as if the wick had been suddenly nipped between a finger and thumb, leaving uh. the wick neither glowing nor smoking, but mm. black. Oh my God. While I stood gaping the candle at the foot of... While I stood gaping... This should be a comma here, yeah, H.G. Yeah. Wells. While I stood gaping, the candle at the foot of the bed went out, and the shadows seemed to, to, to take another step toward me. This won't do, said I. <laughs> I no, no thanks. <laughs> Hard pass. And the first one and then another candle on the mantel shift followed. Stop. What's up? I cried with a qu- <laughs> with a queer high note getting into my voice somehow. Hey, what's up, guys? What's, what's going on? What's good, fam? Oh, oh, man, we're all here. <laughs> we're all just going out? Okay, sick. Hi, tight, tight. See you guys out there. At that, the candle on the corner of the wardrobe went out, and the one I had relit in the alcove followed. Steady on, I said. <laughs> These candles are wanted, speaking with a half hysterical facetiousness. I have a real affection for this guy now. I love yeah. this guy. I love he is so in denial. I love this guy. For no one. He's putting on Just a little himself. play for himself. I know. And Everything's dandy. And scratching away at a match the while for the mantle candlesticks. My hands trembled so much that twice I missed the rough paper of the matchbox. As the mantle emerged from the darkness again, two candles in the remoter end of the room were eclipsed. But with the same match, I also relit the larger mirror candles and those on the floor near the doorway. So that for the moment, I seemed to gain on the extinctions. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. But then in a Wait, noise... Wait, so he's just like... Ma- he's like running around the room. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to beat the candles I'm at their own game. I'm just picturing him like Naruto running around the room like trying to light these candles. Yeah, maybe this is like a training sequence. Maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe those old folks were Mr. Miyagi in him the mm. whole time. Candle on, candle on. <laughs> <off. laughs> 
But then in a noiseless volley, there vanished four lights at once in oh, different corners of the up. room. Oh, my God. And I struck another match in quivering haste and stood hesitating whether to take it. New this boy's going to run out of fucking matches. He it's needs true. to just carry a candle. It's true. Oh, my As God. I stood undecided. An invisible hand seemed to sweep out the two candles Stop. on the table. With a no. cry of terror, I dashed at the alcove, <laughs> then into the corner, and then into the window, relighting three as two more vanished by the fireplace. Oh my God. And then, perceiving a better way, I dropped matches on the iron-bound deed box in the corner and oh. caught up the bedroom candlestick. With nice. this, I avoided the delay of striking matches. Thank you. Welcome to oh my it. Yeah, it took you, took you long enough. Took but for all that, the steady process of extinction went on and the shadows I feared and fought against returned Ooh. and crept in upon me. Mm. First a step gained on this side of me, then on that. I was now almost frantic with the horror of this coming darkness and my self-possession deserted me. Oh, it was I, never there. It's mm. true. I leaped panting from candle to candle in a vain struggle against that remorseless advance. <laughs> I bruised myself in the thigh against the table. Ouchie. I sent a chair headlong. I stumbled. These are kind of a run-on sentence. I stumbled and fell and whisked the cloth from the table in my fall. Whoa, whoa. It's like, it's so loud. <laughs> the people downstairs are just like, he seems fine. For the next one minute of the story, it's just him going, ah. He's like rubbing it. Oh. <laughs> My candle rolled away from me and I snatched another Whoa. as I rose. Oh my God. Abruptly, this was blown out as I swung it off the table what? by the wind of my sudden movement. Oh, it's him. And immediately, he was the ghost the whole time. <laughs> that That's might be so the twist. That'd be funny. fun. That'd be fun if he was the ghost. Yeah. And immediately, the two remaining candles followed. But there was light still in the room. A red light. Oh, oh shit. That streamed across the ceiling and staved off the shadows from me. <gasps> the fire! Of course, oh. I could still thrust my candle. <laughs> I probably misdirected that. I could still thrust my candle between the bars Wells and relight did. it. That's a fair point. Yeah. I turned to where the flames were still dancing between the glowing coals and splashing red reflections upon the furniture. Made, stu made two steps toward the grate, and incontinently, the flames dwindled oh. and vanished. Hmm. The glow Dang. vanished, the reflections rushed together and disappeared, and as I thrust the candle between the bars, darkness <clears throat> closed upon me like the shutting of an eye, wrapped about me in a stifling embrace, sealed my vision, and crushed the last vestiges of self-possession from my brain. This feels like he wrote this on a bet. Someone yeah. was like, I bet you can't write a thousand words just about candles going out. <laughs> And he was like, done. Like, done, Russian spy. Done. I, take, I see your bet and I raise you way more than you asked for. And it was not only palpable darkness, but intolerable terror. Nice. The candle fell from my hands. <gasps> I flung out my arms in a vain effort to thrust that ponderous blackness away from me. Yeah. And, <laughs> and lifting up my voice, screamed with all my might once, twice, thrice. I have a theory. Mm hmm. I won't say it and ruin the story. Okay. I will say at the end of the story if I was right or not. Okay. I cannot wait. Then I think I must have staggered to my feet. I know I thought suddenly of the moonlit corridor and with my head bowed and my arms over my face made a stumbling <laughs> run for the door. But I had forgotten the exact position of the door and I struck myself heavily against <laughs> the corner of the bed. He's so clumsy. <laughs> He's like a lady in a rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so pretty so they made me clumsy so I'm relatable. I just want to have it all. <laughs> I staggered back, turned, and was either struck or struck myself against some other bulky furnishing. Ouch. <laughs> oh, my internship at the magazine. <laughs> 
I have a vague memory of battering myself thus to and fro in the darkness, of a heavy blow at last upon my forehead, of a horrible what? sensation of falling that lasted He's an age. He's just throwing himself around in the furniture. It's true. Of my last frantic effort. He should childproof the Red Room. Hmm. Of my last frantic <laughs> effort to keep my footing, and then I remember no more. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. This is Shutter Island. This is Shutter Island. I opened my eyes in daylight. So did I. So actually. did I. What, what the fuck? Like a week ago. Yeah. I'm Hello? so confused. Are we in the red room? <laughs> <laughs> I watched it on Monday. This is crazy. That is crazy. It's a very good movie. Yeah, it's, it's a great movie. movie. I hadn't great movie. seen it before. I opened my eyes in daylight. My head was roughly bandaged, and the man with the withered hand was watching my face. Oh my God. I looked about me trying to remember what had happened, and for a space I could not recollect. I rolled my eyes into the corner and saw the old woman, no longer abstracted, no longer terrible, pouring out some drops of medicine from a little blue file into a glass. What? Where am I? I said. I seem to remember you, and yet I cannot remember who you are. They told me then, and I heard of the haunted red room as one who hears a tale. Sure. What was the voice? We we found you at dawn, said yeah. he. <laughs> yeah, good yeah. good, yeah. good, good. And there was blood on your forehead and lips. I wondered that I had ever disliked them. I kissed them. They tasted of copper. <laughs> Wait, what the hell? They're making him just go into that room every day? The three of them in the daylight seemed commonplace old folk enough. What? The man with the green shade had his head bent as one who sleeps. What? It was very slowly I recovered the memory of my experience. Okay. You believe now, said the old man with the withered hand, that the room is haunted? He spoke no longer as one who greets an intruder, but as one who condoles with a friend. Oh. Yes, said I, the room is haunted. And you've seen it. And we who have been here all our lives have never set eyes upon it. Oh, Australian. He's like, oh. Because um... we've never dared. <laughs> <laughs> because we have never dared. Tell us, is it truly the old Earl who, no, said I. <laughs> no, shut up. No, shut, shut up. up, shut Stop up, talking. shut up. Shut up, I will tell you. No, said I, it is not. I told you so, said the old lady with the glass in her hand. It is his poor young countess who was frightened. It is not, I said. <laughs> they need to stop trying. There is neither ghost of Earl nor ghost of countess in that room. There is no ghost there at all, but worse, far worse, something impalpable. Well, they said. Oh, I read ahead. I don't know about this. <laughs> oh, no. The I'm going to say right now, I'm pretty sure I'm right. The worst of all the things that haunt poor mortal men, yep. said I. Yep. And that is in all its nakedness. Mm -hmm. Fear. Yep. Yep. It's fear. Just fear. Yeah. Fear yep. that will not have light nor sound, that will not bear with reason, that deafens and darkens and overwhelms. It followed me through the corridor. It fought me against me in the room. I stopped abruptly. There was an interval of silence. My hand went up to my bandages. The candles went out one after another, and I fled. Then the man with the shade lifted his face sideways to see me and spoke. That is it, said he. I knew that was it. It's Lindsay. Uh, oh, liar. <laughs> Fucking liar. My name is Lindsay Katai. <laughs> uh, Katai. Oh, no. No, no, that's what it said. It's Lindsay Katai oh, in, the, in, it, the, in the book. K-A-H. Katai. That's what it says? I don't know. <laughs> a power of darkness. To put such a curse upon a home, it lurks there always. You can feel it even in the daytime, even of a bright summer's day, in the hangings and the curtains, keeping behind you however you face about. In the dusk, it creeps in the corridor and follows you so that you dare not turn. It is even as you say, 
Fear itself is in that room. Lack no. fear. And there it will be. How dare you? So long as this house of sin what? endures. What? Nice. Burn it down, baby. The end. Is it because he fucked the room? Is he that fucked the, the room? room? Maybe. He fucked the room. He fucked that room. Gotta oh. fuck that room, room, room. I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right. Except I did think it was going to be the added thing of like a draft was coming through the chimney. Mm. And that's what kept putting out the candles. Mm -hmm. But I was definitely right. Fear. Yep. I get it Fearman. in theory. Yeah, he was just I afraid get it in and theory. ran all over and the, the duke like ran out and fell down the stairs and Ooh. whatever the fuck happened to the countess or whatever she was. I would have been a little happier if it were something that fed on fear and yeah. became like stronger with it. That would have been fun. Just the the being like, well, the concept of fear. It's like there's nothing to fear but fear itself type yeah. of thing. It's <laughs> like very. Oh, FDR stole from this story. He did. He read it and uh, mm. he, he told me. Mm. That's cool how you it's, were besties. <laughs> yeah, we were besties. Yeah, you never talk about that. Yeah. Um, we left on bad terms. Oh. <laughs> wow. Anyway. It's almost, it's Lovecraft adjacent a little bit. Like a sort of little. the unfathomable, mm. like unknowing mm -hmm, is the scariest mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. But yeah. in Lovecraft, it is still like an actual monster. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, Cthulhu and all that. I, yeah. Why more could have happened? These reading things are yeah. so repetitive yeah. of yeah. a certain age. Around the time it hits like the 20s, it starts to get better. But before then, it is all so tale-based. I'm telling you a tale mm -hmm. of a baby. Yeah, it's like very folk And then it's just like mm -hmm. it keeps building in the tiniest little way. So there's like almost no plot. Yeah. It's just message. And I will say he's good at atmosphere. Yeah. Some of the, was the language creepy. and the yeah. evocation, I was like, yeah, okay, it's yeah. It's definitely evocative, but like repetitively oh, yeah. evocative. Yeah. I mean, like, I like move past the we candles needed a new and game the shadows. Move. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that was the thing. It was just like hitting the same all thing pattern. with no no height, really. It was like the light, the candles went out. Mm, they and went out again. They kept they going. Kept they going kept out. going out. And then they, and then they went out and out and out and out and out and I bumped my noggin. I know he like hurt his little butt on a bed. <laughs> oh my butt! Yeah. I would also I would pitch this would be a stronger story maybe if we knew a little more about our our sort of cipher protagonist. Yes. Yes. Maybe if he like had like why he set out there. Yeah. Maybe like he, his what wife. What was in it for him? Yeah, what are his stakes? Conquer yes. it? Yeah. His wife died in a mysterious way and everyone told him it was a ghost and he was like, no, I have to prove it wrong. I have to prove. Yeah. Maybe yeah. his wife died like in the room oh, and yeah. everybody was uh, like, it's like, a like ghost maybe his, and it's yeah. like, I don't believe that. Or maybe like his wife died and he was like, oh, it was in a fire. And then like, he was like, uh, I'm going to go find the guy on, a, I'm going to go to an island and I'm going to find the guy that did the fire. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I'm gonna keep and then oh, doing and it. It's like, and, and then like, it's like Mark Ruffalo's gonna help me. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, help me. Yeah, but yeah. then like and also I have like a real tough backstory with Nazis. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, oh no, maybe, maybe, maybe she, they're gonna keep me. Yeah, they're gonna keep me here. Oh no, uh, Mark oh. Ruffalo is he helping me or is he like doing or something else? Bad? Oh no. Um, oh, there's a woman in a cave and she's played by Patricia, Patricia Clarkson. Clarkson. <laughs> she has like oh. a like scene stealing moment in the yeah. movie. But, uh, but also that scene is shot sort of distractingly because the fire is like really intensely uh -huh. flickering it's and like, it hurts people's eyes. Maybe like too yeah. strong a directorial yeah. yeah. choice, like Which, a little bit and obvious. And it's, and it's like, like kind of, no, I get it. Yeah, but, uh, and it's like, like maybe hammering the whole like things with fire are not real and right. things with water are real oh, sort of thing. Like we get. We get it, we get it, yeah, we get it, we get it. Oh no, you're the killer and you would rather 
just live a fake lie, kind of like Memento, kind of. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, that's, that's the fun. movie that's like Memento. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what Wells should have done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Otherwise, strong story, <laughs> strong, strong story. <laughs> what would you guys rate it if we're if we're gonna start grading stories like oh. it's high school? Oh, sure. Let's introduce that. I would say like a like a B. Okay, I'd say okay. B. Greg, I'd go lower. I would say. C plus to B minus. Interesting. Yeah, honestly, I'm giving it a C plus myself. See, I'm. I think I'm just. I'm. I'm doing it on a curve. Mm-hmm. Ba- mm-hmm. Like, because we've had some time. other stories where literally nothing happens. Mm-hmm. True, but I would give those very, very bad like maybe grades. a negative F. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's the yeah. red room. Great. Yeah. Well, yeah. if H. G. Wells was a high school student. Then this would probably be an A. Yeah, I would be like, no, there's something here. I want to encourage you. I'd yeah, yeah I'd probably give it a B in that case. Yeah. And I could, I would say like needs improvement. Maybe like, here are my notes for the yeah. next story. Yeah, yeah. yeah I would, yeah, I would, yeah. if it were a high school kid and I was trying to like make them want to write more, mm-hmm, I would do mm-hmm, A, mm-hmm. and then their next work I would grade more harshly. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, oh, you know what? Maybe you should try like joining the writing club or whatever confusing yeah so <laughs> they'll be like there is no writing club like, it's like yeah, but it sounds my like you last don't story know what that was is. worse but i got a higher grade <laughs> and i'll be like don't worry about it i'm not sh- a good teacher yeah um thank you so much for doing the show Greg. thanks so much for having me what a blast yeah so fun do you have anything you want to plug sure you can listen to and subscribe to the dope town 3000 podcast it's a freestyle hip hop comedy podcast where people come on and tell stories and we make uh, like a hip hop musical based on it. Wow. Kelly has been on the show. Yes. Please it's never very have cool. me on that show. Oh, you? You, don't, ha- you don't have to rap. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can just tell the story. Okay. We'd love to have you on. Oh, All right. uh, and also I'll say watch the web series Depressed. It's a series of uh, uh-huh. kind of like darkly comedic short films based on what it's like to live with depression that I directed. All of them have like a different kind of genre take on oh. them. We shot a horror movie one Yay. yesterday. Cool. I'm very excited about. Uh, so check that out. Awesome. Nice. Well, thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you to so much to our listeners for listening. Uh, if you want to help our show, leave us a lovely review on the podcast listening app of your choice. Um, that is the thing that helps us the most. Tell your friends. Word of mouth, man. Tell your high school teachers. Tell your high school teachers and be like, you shouldn't have graded me so harshly. Tell your fake FBI partners. Yeah. 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 You know, talk to Sheehan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you guys so much much for listening. And um, we will chat with you next week. Yeah. Keep it lit. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm. Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.